Welcome to the Do Better podcast with your coach and host, me, Stevie Potter, helping you to go from feeling like a smashed packet of custard creams to being a superhuman. To find out where you are right now on the spectrum, go to our show notes and visit the Superhuman Scorecard and start changing your life today. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Do Better podcast. Um, I hope you're all well. I hope you've had a good seven days since I last spoke to you. Um, It's kind of been a whirlwind seven days, actually. I think coming back to Earth with a bump and back into the swing of things with work and training. um, I had a massive declutter of the uh, office. Uh, last weekend as well. Um, And then actually just use the weekend to chill out a little bit because I don't often have weekends where I can have lots of downtime, Um, which is one of the things now I think we're working on a little bit more because I've certainly realized how much more downtime I think I I probably need and probably wasn't giving myself. So good opportunity. Um, Now we're not quite so jet set. So I've not got a a trip for another couple of weeks yet. Um, So just enjoying some downtime at the moment. Um, So I'm back talking to clients, having the conversations, and I am going to talk to you about a conversation that I have quite regularly with clients and a kind of journey that I take most of my clients on. Um, Because most people come to me and they want to get healthier, they want to get fitter. So the starting point for most of my new clients is that they come to me on a quest to lose weight and get fit. Uh, They tell me that they trust my experience and my attitude and my approach because they've been referred by someone who's had the results from me or they've been to an in-person event with me. And, uh, you know, people say to me, oh, you've got an aura of determination and uh, a bit of butt kick about you, Uh, (laughs) which is nice. This is lovely stuff to hear. Um, And I, I can't deny it. I do have that aura around me. But the first conversation we usually have is, okay, you want to lose weight, you want me to coach you to help you do that, to achieve something. Um, Why hasn't the weight loss worked for you before? Um, What is it that you think losing weight is going to achieve for you? So what's the aim? Because at the end of the day, we have to remember that weight is just a metric um, and actually not always a very helpful one because it doesn't necessarily give us a good indicator of body fat, which is actually what most people want to lose. So it's talking about, okay, you want to lose weight, if that's a metric, what is it that you want from that? You know, is it that you want to get super lean because you want a six pack on the beach in your holiday next year or whatever? But that's where it gets interesting. The answer at first is something like, you know, I don't like how I look in the mirror or I've got a family member who's having health problems and I know that's related to their weight and I don't want the same thing for me. And I know that genetically, you know, I'm predisposed to those conditions. So I need to do everything I can to help myself. And those are both very valid answers. You know, we've got the kind of aesthetic camp and also the health camp, very valid answers. And, you know, they come up quite commonly. People want to look a little bit better in their skinny jeans. People, you know, don't want the little muffin top. They want to go down a size on the belt loop. Um, You know, they they recognize health problems that they've got in close family members. And they're kind of looking at mum or dad and thinking, I don't necessarily want to turn into that. So we plan out the nutrition. Um, we plan out the kind of, you know, bits and pieces they need to do. So they might bring on board a PT um, to help them in the gym. They might already have a cycling or another sports coach or a strength coach, um, someone who can give them sports specific goals or fitness specific goals um, and help them help them with that. Um, and we develop a plan. And in every single client, regardless of the differences in circumstances or career or anything like that, the same thing happens. It suddenly becomes apparent the reason that losing weight has been hard before. And it's not because 
any coaches or regimens or routines that they had before weren't strict enough or honest enough or, you know, it's not because they didn't want it enough even. It's not because they didn't have access to healthy food or even that they didn't have the knowledge to succeed. And in fact, you know, 99% of my clients come from a very high level sporting background. Um, They've either been very heavily involved in sport either as a career or outside of their job, but they've been doing sport and they've been heavily into that. So they have the knowledge around fitness and training. Um, I've had people come to me with packs of brilliant recipes tailored to their own performance and weight maintenance made for them specifically. Um, And they're great as well. And we can use them and they've got pages of workouts to keep them firing on all cylinders in the gym. They've basically got all of the tools and the recipes and everything they need. But why are they struggling if they've got all these things? Because, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, I've got no healthy recipes that will meet the calorie requirements that I need. Or, you know, I don't know what to do in the gym and I'm doing the same program or whatever. So if you've got all of those things, that's kind of a massive hurdle overcome. So the reason that they're struggling is because they haven't identified what the real barriers are and what it is that they really want. So they've come to me and said, oh, you know, I want you to coach me because you're the only person who's going to really be honest enough with me, who's going to give me the kick up the butt when I need it. You know, you're the only person who I think can coach me because, you know, of what you're doing and I've seen your results with other people and the people that I work with um, are often very busy people. We've got a lot of entrepreneurs, people who are very ambitious, very determined people. Um, And people see that and kind of say, oh, you know, I should work with you because clearly you work with a very driven stubborn often people so you know you can work with me because I'm not getting the results and I've got all of these tools and I've worked with coaches before and, it, and it's not worked it must be the coaching thing and I just need somebody to stick a boot up my bum that's that's the common thing is I've got all the things and really I just need somebody to be accountable to and that's what people think they need they just need the accountability but like I say they actually really want to make a change it's not that they don't want it enough And that's when the narrative usually becomes clear. So we've maybe been working together for a couple of weeks. Um, It can take a little bit longer than that. But usually within the first few weeks, we can start to see what the real barriers actually are. They usually then start to... So one of the conversations we've had at the beginning is, and this always comes up, is I used to weigh this much and I felt good. That's always something that comes in in the beginning conversation. They're usually, it's not people that come to me who haven't been a certain weight before, who have maybe been overweight all their lives or whatever, who have been unhappy with their weight. They're looking back on a scenario and going, I was that weight once and I was happy then. So they want to be a certain weight because they felt great at that weight. So their association is then, if I get back to that weight, then I'll feel like I did then. And of course, that's not true. Because not only do they struggle to achieve that weight, but even if they did, they would realize they don't have the same feeling that they did back then. Why? Because life has changed. So you're usually looking back on a scenario that is completely different to where you are now. And you're saying, well, the only thing that I can see has changed is my weight. Because things in life change very, very slowly and insidiously, including your weight. You know, you don't have to suddenly put on two stone. It can be something that happens over a number of years. And then suddenly you turn around and because we talk about weight in society all of the time and we talk about aesthetics and everything else all of the time and how we look 
and how we, you know, look in clothes and pictures of people in magazines, it's usually the first thing that we go to. And like I say, it's usually the case that they're looking back on a feeling from a totally different stage of life and trying to replicate that same process and that outcome. What they're actually trying to do is replicate that feeling. They're looking back and saying, well, actually, the reason I must have been happy then and the reason I must have felt this way is because I was this weight. But equally, although losing weight might be something you need to do, and you might have found it easier when you look back on that scenario to have maintained that weight or achieved that weight, but losing weight as a mum or dad of three kids now while running a business and paying the mortgage is a totally different challenge to when you were doing it as a carefree single student or, you know, as an athlete with a team of professionals around you to help you. And what's more, the feeling you're chasing isn't the number on the scales, it's your identity and your health. The way you feel now is time crunched, fatigued, stressed because of your current environment. And what you want to feel is relaxed, independent, freedom, that kind of thing. And yes, like I say, there is likely to be some weight gain associated with the changes that you've made over your life, uh, over the course of those years, because of the changes in habits and lifestyle that you've seen. Um, So you're probably, you know, when life's changed and you've become a busy parent, or you've become somebody who's running their own business, or you've got a promotion and you're working a lot higher up in the company, then we get into emotional eating because you've got a lot of stresses going on around you. You know, you didn't necessarily have those 10, 20 years ago. You might be grabbing more fast food to try and keep your kids happy and quiet. Um, You're grabbing quick lunches at the desks. You're not engaging in what you're doing. You might even be having boozy nights out in another attempt to cling on to the past. So you might be going out thinking, oh, well, you know, I used to go clubbing and it made me feel good. And you're trying to do that as a form of escapism. And that's okay. But remember, you've got all these other things going on around you, not to mention the impact that stress and lack of sleep and all of those things has on your health and on your weight. And the other thing to remember is you might not have necessarily been getting it right. So 10 or 20 years ago, you might have not been doing the right things and you might now be living you know, oh, well, I could do this when I was in my 20s or 30s. And actually, mm, I'm getting towards the end of my 30s. I'm approaching my 40s or I'm in my 40s. And yeah, that stuff's not working for me anymore. And it's because maybe the decisions you were making at the time weren't necessarily the right for you then, but you were kind of young enough and had the endurance and stamina to just kind of push through it. The older you get, the more those choices and decisions kind of catch up with you. And it's like a cumulative fatigue. So if you've been making the same mistakes for years and years and years, you might not feel that anything's happened until later down the line, you suddenly go, oh, yeah, actually, I'm feeling really tired and this isn't working for me. You know, the the back of that coin is that actually those those lifestyle habits or whatever might have worked for you then. But like I say, because you've had masses of change in your environment, your situation, and also changes in your physiology that happen as you age, which is a totally normal process and not something that we should forget about or poo-poo or anything like that. You know, we need to take on board how hormonal profiles change as we age, how our muscles respond to things, how we're going to start to lose muscle mass, all those sorts of things we need to think about. We need to take that on board because we're going to have to make different decisions, not just based around our environment and our situation, but around our own personal circumstances, you know, where we are in our life stage and what we've done before. And, you know, injuries we've picked up along the way, that sort of thing. 
you know, if you if you were a hundred meter sprinter and you did amazing, but then you suddenly got you know a uh, really severe knee injury and you couldn't run anymore, you wouldn't go out and train for the hundred meters the same way you did before. You probably wouldn't even run the hundred meters. You'd do something different. You might take up a different sport. You might do running in a different way. So things have changed, but the weight gain is not where your current feeling comes from. It's all the other stuff. So although you've had weight gain and you're feeling different, that weight gain is not why you're feeling the way you do. It's not the number on the scales that's making you feel differently. And it's all the other stuff. And that's why I'm not a weight loss coach. That's why I don't call myself a weight loss coach because that's not what I do. I'm a performance coach because there are so many other things that need to be tackled to help you feel the way you want to. And weight loss just deals with a tiny, tiny bit of that. All it does is deal with calorie control. That's it. It doesn't take on board health. It doesn't take on board the rest of your life. It doesn't take on board any of that. And that feeling, that feeling that you had before, is not necessarily an outcome either. It's a daily experience. You know, that sounds a bit fluffy and candy flossy that, you know, oh yeah, happiness is an experience, but it really is. It's not something we should be looking for as an outcome. We should never be saying, oh, if I weighed five pounds less, I'd be happier. Oh, if I had that car, I'd be happier. Because guess what? You lose the five pounds, you get the new car and you still feel the same because you're looking for something that isn't there. That's not the thing that's missing. It's not the car. It's not the gene size that's a little bit smaller. It's what's within you and that feeling. And you're not acknowledging the things that have changed, the things that are around you, the things that you're feeling inside. So it's about knowing and understanding your own values. That is the key here. Your own goals, what you really want out of life. It's about removing the barriers that are stopping you from feeling good and living healthily. And that's why I created the coaching system I have based on the five paladin principles. So we've got goal smashing, mindset, nutrition is a big one, physical fitness and self-health. And those to me are the five areas that everybody needs to look at when they're thinking about trying to change and trying to get a feeling. So it might be a feeling you've had in the past. It might be a feeling that you want in the future. But a feeling from within, and like I say, that's an experience, not an outcome, comes from working on those five areas. So if you can engage with all of those areas of life, you suddenly find that you start to get that feeling that you had from 10 to 20 years back again. Um, And it's your identity returning, essentially. That's what it is. It's this, at the moment, you're kind of drowning under everything else, all of the other life stuff that's changed. Like I say, it could be that since then you've had kids and you've got a different job and there's way more pressure and stress from that. Well, what you're finding is that the reason that you don't feel great is not because you've put the pounds on, although that's not going to help you, but it's because you've got all this other weight pressing down on you. But the only thing that you can see is how much you weigh. So you're putting all of your feelings down to that which seems a bit silly, right? Because like I say, the weight loss is challenging, but also what's going to happen when you lose the weight and then you suddenly find that actually it doesn't feel how it did 20 years ago because it's not going to, because the circumstances have changed. The game has played, the game has changed and you're still trying to play by the same rules. So it might look a little different than it did before in terms of 
you know, you're not going to, your identity's changed. You're not going to be in the same situation that you were 20 years ago. So if I kind of remove all these things, say, right, well, I can put you in that position. You know, you can leave home, leave your kids behind. You can go and get the part-time job you had in the gym um, or whatever. And you can earn what you earned when you were younger. um, But you can also weigh what you weigh. You probably wouldn't be very happy with that because you're not going to have your family and everything else. So it's important to acknowledge that your identity has changed. And so the fee that you had back then you can get again but it's going to be through a different plan it's going to be through a different set of values to what you had back then because you developed as a person things have changed for you and although weight loss might be a part of the plan to keep to help you engage with your own health and to help you improve those kind of metrics it's important to realize that that's not really usually what people are chasing so weight loss might be a part of that but it's really important to get to the bottom of what it is that you actually want, why you want to feel that way. But also, like I say, to acknowledge that weight is not why that's changed and it's not what you're chasing. So the important thing to acknowledge is that day after day, you're told that being a certain weight will make you feel better. You're reinforce- reinforcing that for yourself by looking back on your own life through your own rose-tinted spectacles, which is not helpful either. And then, you know, while weight and health can be interlinked and nutrition is absolutely, I believe, the most important starting point when it comes to health and gaining energy and everything else, like everything we do, we need to look back at the foundations. And like I say, that's why I developed those five principles, because whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, wherever it is you're trying to get to, you need to look after the foundations first. And it's about managing all of those things. It's about managing the things around you and building them to support you and where you are now, not 10 years ago. And so that is why when people come to me and they say, oh, I want to lose weight, you're the only person that can help me. Immediately, I know that it's not chasing the weight loss that they're after. And it's not specifically related to weight, but that's how they see it at the moment. And that's where we go on that kind of journey of actually what are the other things. So As an example, one of the things that I work really hard on with my clients is time management. We talk about, you know, making sure we're sectioning time for working out, for having headspace, for going to work, doing meals, sitting down with family, all those kinds of things. And, you know, it's easy for a weight loss coach to say, well, you need to have this many calories per day, blah, 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 blah. Yep, you nailed it. You're losing a pound or whatever. But it's about making sure that you're actually going to be, you're actually working towards a place where you're you're trying to get the feelings of happiness and kind of freedom and identity. And that's not always the case because a lot of people see weight loss as much more black and white than that and literally about numbers on a scale. And that's not how it should be at all. So food for thought there. Food for thought. What a pun. Um, (laughs) Food for thought. Have a little think about that for yourself. I mean, if you're somebody that is trying to lose weight or you're somebody that's, um, you know, been trying for a while or it's something you've been considering for a while, you've not had much success, you know, maybe that's relatable to you. Maybe it's time to think about what you really want. And if you're struggling to lose weight, what are the barriers that are stopping you? Because it's very rarely, oh, I just can't do it because it's not working for me or I've got the wrong coach or, you know, it's literally about making sure that you've got everything else in the right place and if you haven't kind of got your ducks in a row elsewhere then you're you're really looking at it the wrong way around um so and like i say that's why i've developed the coaching programs that i have 
um, because I think that it's missed by so many weight loss programs, health coaches, all that sort of thing is they're just niching down on one thing which doesn't help you because you're still trying to, you know, achieve something in a different environment and that's not being taken on board. So have a little think about that. Have a think about the environment that you're currently in, what it is that you're trying to achieve. You know, the last episode we talked a lot about environment dictates performance and that's so true. But what are those in that environment where do those five elements, the paladin principles sit? You know, have you done your goal setting? Is your mindset in the right place? Do you know your vision and values in that sense? Um, you know, do you have a good nutrition plan? Are you getting out there and making yourself feel good and giving yourself some more energy by, you know, staying fit? Um, are you looking after your self-health? You know, are you giving yourself some headspace? Are you looking after yourself? Are you are you focusing on you? So have a little think about it. Like I say, if you are trying to lose weight, then those are the things that you really need to think about. Um, as always, I will be back next week. Um, so we've got a couple of weeks before I'm off to Germany for the Europeans. I may well try and come to you from Germany, um, which would be nice because I am going out there on my own. So I'm going to have some free time. Um, but we've got a couple of weeks before that happens. So in the meantime, as always, if there's anything specifically that you want me to cover, then um, do let me know. You can contact me via all the usual channels. Don't forget to check out the blog, um, sign up for the newsletter as well. So you've got all the links to those in the show notes and of course go and check out the superhuman scorecard um, and see where you are now and if you want to have a chat with me about your own personal weight loss or health goals then book in a little free intro call with me i would love to chat with you um always a pleasure um but for now take care have a great week wherever you are and i'll catch up with you all again soon thanks for listening to the do better podcast i hope you enjoyed the show You can connect with me and learn more about how you can become a happier, healthier and more successful superhuman by contacting me at steviepotter at thewonderclinic.co.uk, following Stevie's Wonder Clinic on Instagram and heading to our website thewonderclinic.co.uk. And you can get started on your journey today by completing the superhuman scorecard via the link in the show notes. I hope to see you all soon.